1: The Fall Guy, only in theaters May 3rd. Rated PG-13.
0: You're listening to the E2C Network, podcast by Auburn fans, for Auburn fans.
1: Hello and welcome to War Horses, the only college equestrian podcast that's brave enough to give you the score predictions on upcoming meets. I am your host, Auburn Elvis. Well, the 2020 2021 NCEA equestrian season is almost here. This Friday morning at 9 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Eastern, Auburn will officially begin the season at South Carolina. It has been 220 days since our last equestrian meet, and it is past time we got back into things. Since the preseason is about to end, we don't have any official rankings to talk about but I am going to go ahead and give you the official Auburn Elvis rankings. And unlike the way that the AP did the college football rankings, and they ranked a whole bunch of teams that wasn't even going to be playing, I am only going to rank the teams that we know are going to ride this season, the SEC. And since there's only four SEC teams, here are your preseason top four. Starting at the bottom, at number four, are the Georgia Bulldogs, Georgia lost a lot of what talent they had last season, so expect the dogs to struggle this fall. At number three, we have the South Carolina Gamecocks. The Gamecocks finished second in the SEC last season, but I feel like they lost just a little bit more talent to graduation than our number two team did, which is the Texas A&M Aggies at number two. Uh, The Aggies were a talented but young team last season, so I expect them to take a step forward this season and move up from last year's third place SEC finish. And at number one, as has been the case every day for over two years now, are the Auburn Tigers. Auburn is coming off the second consecutive undefeated season in the sport, and the return of almost all their starters from last season bodes well for the Tigers. Auburn will once again be the team to beat in College Equestrian. Another thing I did last season with the rankings was I divided the ranked teams into three general categories. Auburn, teams that could beat Auburn, and teams that could not beat Auburn. Well, I'm going to do the same thing this season as well. In the Auburn category, we have Auburn all by themselves. Next, in the teams that could beat Auburn, we have Texas A&M and South Carolina. In the teams that could not beat Auburn, we have Georgia. So there are your preseason Auburn-Elvis rankings. So let's see the official rankings folks top that. Now, I need to drop in a word about the stats that we gave on the last podcast. If you listened to last week's schedule preview podcast, I went through a whole bunch of stats about how much talent each team in the SEC retained. South Carolina retains enough scoring riders from last year that they could pose a real serious challenge to Auburn's dominance. But before I go into that, I do need to say a quick word about all those stats that I gave you. If you recall, I gave out the average number of points each team's starting rider scored last season. Well, some of you folks may have noticed that if you take all of those teams' averages and you add them up and then divide by 4, you do not end up with 10, as you would expect. Instead, you end up with an average of 10.73. Now... The reason that's a little bit higher than 10 is because when I went through and evaluated the stats, I only totaled up the 10 best starters for each team, which I can do that in hindsight. However, a coach setting up their lineups for a meet, well, they don't know going in who is going to be the strongest rider. So they're going to swap around some riders and some days they'll be right and that rider will win. Some days they won't be right and there was a better rider that they probably could have put on their roster or on the lineup. So once you factor in the average point total of of all those riders that are outside the best ones from each team, that brings the average down to an even 10. But you can see that the average riders that I counted was actually within a point of the overall average, so I feel really good about my methodology there. What I was really trying to quantify there was just how good each team could be if their best riders were in the ring that day. So let's talk about the upcoming meet. South Carolina has not beaten Auburn since February of 2015. After that, Auburn began its 14-meet winning streak over the Gamecocks that continues to this day. Now, if you recall from the preseason rankings, South Carolina is in that can-beat-Auburn category. The Gamecocks are strong in both Western and jumping-seat disciplines. Last season, they tended to score about the same proportion of points in the four events that Auburn did just with a smaller point total. They were basically Diet Auburn.
0: Hey Auburn family, we're going to take a quick breather from this episode to bring you an important message. One of the most well-known things about Auburn fans is how loyal they are, and we show that loyalty by the colors that we wear. Let us help you stock up on those colors by going over to our tpublic.com store. There you'll find a variety of merchandise geared towards designs based on E2C Network and Auburn content. While Tee Public is known for their t-shirts, they have a wide selection of merchandise options for you to select one of these designs to be put on. They also have other types of apparel, stickers, mugs, and much more. Here's the beauty of it. Your purchase will help support this network and the content that we regularly produce. The purchase will also go to support independent artists who put a lot of hard work into designing these concepts, especially for you, the Auburn family. And did I mention that they regularly have sales? t-shirts for $13 you have to be kidding me if you're ready to explore your purchase options head on over to tpublic.com slash store slash e2c network you can also get there by going to our website at e2c slash support now that you've got some options to suit up for game day let's head back into this episode
1: well we don't know a lot about their freshman riders South Carolina did ride an inter-squad scrimmage this weekend, but they released absolutely no information about it, so we can only guess as to how good their freshmen will be. But we do know how good their upperclassmen are, and here are some of the returning riders that Auburn will need to watch out for. In Equitation on the Flat, they are led by Kit Cunningham and Grady Lyman. Both of these ladies are Good. Cunningham is probably just a little bit better and she will be very tough for Auburn to get a point from her but keep an eye on that matchup against Lyman. Lyman will really need to win that point to give USC a good chance of beating Auburn so if Auburn gets that point from her they have really lowered the ceiling of of their point capabilities so that will be good for Auburn if they can defeat Lyman. In fences, the Gamecocks are very deep in experience. They didn't lose any of their top fences rider. So Auburn will be up against some tough riders like Madeline Schaefer, Jordan Allen, and Caroline Bald. Schaefer is the real deal, y'all. She defeated Auburn's Michaela Langmire last season and won the MOP in fences in that February meet. So getting a point from her will be very tough. But like in flat it's the strength of their penultimate riders that will probably tell the story in this event. If Auburn can get a split of points between Allen and Bald, then again, we have cut into that maximum point total that South Carolina is capable of reaching. On the western side, the Gamecocks lost the most talent in the reigning event, but they returned two really good riders in Mackenzie Duncan and Natalie Vargo. With the random nature of the matchups that each rider will end up facing in the meet, plus the amount of freshmen that will likely be riding in this event, it's going to be tough to predict how reigning will shake out. But from what we know, Auburn should fare pretty well. In the final event, Horsemanship, A&M has two solid returning riders in Taylor Keelum and Natalie Vargo. Plus, they have the Texas A&M transfer, Camille McGrath. Now, it's worth noting that none of these ladies took home a horsemanship point from Auburn last season, so USC will probably be hoping that some of their freshman riders can tip the scales in their favor in this meet. So with a strong expected performance from the Gamecocks, Auburn will look to counter with strong rides on the jumping seat side from riders like Michaela Langmire, Ava Stearns, Megan Knappick, Emma Kurtz, and Taylor St. Jacques. Plus, we may get to see some of our new riders like Helen Lore and Ellie Farigno. Over on the western side, Auburn will be led by the notorious Terry June Granger, Olivia Tardoff, Taylor Searles, Deanna Green, and Boo Kamerrrrr. We may also get to see some riding from some of the freshman riders like Madison Pardon, Olivia Marino, and Jacqueline Fromont. Overall, Auburn returns more talent across the board than South Carolina does, but since this is the first meet and an away meet for Auburn, I expect this one to be closer than the stats suggest. I think South Carolina will take 4 or 5 of the 10 jumping seat points and about 4 of the Western riding points. So I'll go ahead and predict that this one will end up in an 11-8 to win for Auburn. It'll be closer than it probably should be, but still another good win for the Tigers. Now, I won't be at this meet in person. I have a bunch of Zoom meetings in my day job that got dumped in my lap from a few weeks ago, so I will have to follow the ladies online. But this is a great place to plug the ever-informative Auburn Equestrian Twitter account. Auburn SID Kendra Willard does a great job posting the updated scores, along with plenty of fancy animated GIFs just to let you know whether that was a really good ride or not. So, follow Auburn Twitter and follow the meet along on Friday morning. Now, before we go, let's take a quick look around the sport. The SEC is the only conference holding competition this fall. All four teams are riding against one another just as they would during a normal season. The big difference here is there will be no non-conference meets this fall. But we are seeing some teams in other conferences around announcing their spring schedules. TCU and Oklahoma State have released their spring schedules, and of course they have the usual Big 12 opponents on them, but they also have a few non-conference meets scheduled as well. Uh, There are no SEC teams on those schedules, but Oklahoma State has scheduled UT Martin and Sweetbriar, so that's actually encouraging for Auburn and the other SEC schools, because if you have some other programs like Sweetbriar and UT Martin, which are over here close to the SEC, then if they're making plans for their spring uh, schedules as well, there's a chance that we could see some SEC schools riding against some of those non-conference opponents in our spring as well. So take heart, everybody. The new college equestrian season is almost here. I hope you're excited and that you will keep an eye out for the meet this Friday as Auburn hopes to continue the longest winning streak in the history of the sport. I am your host, Auburn Elvis. Thank you very much for listening. War Eagle and War
0: Horses.